People of the world, welcome to Send It Rising. Today on the show, we're only going to be talking about one thing, and that is Facebook's name change. I'm reminded of what was going on in the early days um, of Google um, and their eventual switch to Alphabet housing both YouTube and Google. So let's dive into why Zuckerberg thought it would be wise to rebrand the company as Meta. All links to all articles that we talk about are on the description of the YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash send it rising. Go ahead and join us live there as well. So a social technology company this is from about.fb.com. Today at Connect 2021, CEO Mark Zuckerberg introduced Meta which brings together our apps and technologies under one new company, Brand. Meta's focus will be to bring the metaverse to life and help people connect, find communities, and grow businesses. Now, uh, there are a couple of meanings of the word meta. So there are meta descriptions, for example, um, and those are used in SEO, and they define something that's sort of like outside of it, are referring to itself. Um, we've all heard this before, this idea of it being metta. But there's also something in Buddhism um, where it refers to loving kindness. Um, I believe that's with two Ts, metta. Metta meditation is a type of Buddhist meditation in Pali, a language that's closely related to Sanskrit and spoken in Northern India. Metta with two Ts means positive energy and kindness towards other. The practice is also known as loving kindness meditation. So it kind of plays in that space as well. Ultimately, when Google um, housed YouTube under the um, company name Alphabet, nobody really talks about Alphabet. It's not really a thing. Um, and so I'm not sure how big of a deal this rebranding ultimately is going to be. But for Facebook, at least, it speaks to this notion that they want an, an immersive virtual reality experience. So according to Zuckerberg, the metaverse is gonna feel like a hybrid of online social experiences expanded sometimes into three dimensions and projected into the physical world. Um, you can share these immersive experiences with other people even when you can't be together. I mean, it's just a video game. And for anyone that's been interested in sci-fi like me my whole life, this is not some sort of um, impossible to imagine technology. You can easily understand um, in an education context what this would look like. You can see um, in dating, <laughs> you want to date virtually? This could definitely be a very interesting sort of thing to do. I mean, even on dating apps nowadays, it asks you, do you want a video call? Do you want to do a date night? And you just, you hop into these sorts of things pretty quickly. Um, so according to this article, this year's virtual event explored what experiences in the metaverse could feel like over the next decade, social connection to entertainment, gaming, fitness, work, education, and commerce. Let's take those one by one. So social connection, um, already on Zoom, if you click on preferences and you go down, you'll see this little sliding scale. And what this allows you to do is change your appearance. <laughs> it's literally a sliding scale that will get rid of wrinkles. And it's some algorithm that allows you to um, make you look younger, I think is the general idea. And so in today's culture, in the conferences, we already have that, which is absolutely wild to me. And yet there it is. Um, so in regards to social connection, we're already in a space where you don't know if the video you're looking at is, uh, excuse me, the video you are looking at is that actual person and they, how they actually look. 
Um, and so it's only going to get wilder from here. In regards to entertainment, um, all of the games that you've played your entire life, just imagine them in a 3D immersive environment. Um, they will replay all of these stories. It's very Jungian. I don't know if you've ever followed Carl Jung and his notion of archetypes, but the hero's journey, for example, take the Legend of Zelda, a very popular franchise with Nintendo. Um, and there definitely is going to be a full on metaverse Legend of Zelda experience. Question is, um, can Switch, can Nintendo, can PlayStation, can they get there fast enough um, to rival um, what Zuckerberg and Facebook is capable of doing? Everyone is going to be running to get um, as much of this virtual attention as possible. In regards to fitness, I mean, the best fitness trainer in the world can be right there in front of you as you do the work. Um, they can be an AI can be programmed to tell you what you should be doing, shouldn't be doing. Um, heart rates, you know, just a million different things. Um, so fascinating stuff there. In regards to work, um, there's a lot of these betas out there that are pretty terrible. Um, there's some night nightmarish uh, workspace Facebook beta that came out that I am not a fan of. It's basically um, legless avatars that blink uh, and have nothing to do with your blinking. So their eyes are blinking and you're not. Um, and so you could literally just sit there with your eyes closed and uh, attend this meeting um, and ultimately you know, that's silly to me. Um, so there's going to be a lot of clunkiness as we move into this space. But from an education perspective, as a former teacher, I think that the education system is just, oh, it's so rough. It just reminds me of cave, you know, come cavemen, you know, and women uh, etching onto the rocks. Um, there's so much more we can do with technology to improve education, um, mostly in what's referred to as scaffolding, which is the teacher's ability to take someone at the top of the class and at the bottom of the class and teach them both something at the same time, which is impossible um, in most cases. Uh, what technology will allow us to do is to have the um, student who is on calculus in fifth grade do calculus, um, while the student who is on basic math in fifth grade do basic math. So really getting them at their level, this homogeneous sort of environment in education um, is has got to go, has got to go. Um, and then finally commerce, I mean, you just walking around the metaverse, it's the, the rich are going to be in adless environments. Um, so if you've got the money, you're not going to be inundated by a million different, um, ads, whereas the poor are going to just be living in a completely inundated ad, you know, kind of world. And you'll be getting like a fraction of a Bitcoin when you're, when you allow ads to be served to you. Um, and so that's going to bring up a whole social dynamic that's going to be totally wild. So Facebook also announced uh, new tools to help people build for the metaverse, including presence platform. Um, so it's a mixed reality experience on Quest 2. They invested $150 million into training the next generation of creators for this immersive learning. Wow. So you can watch the full Connect keynote and learn more about all that stuff at meta.com if you are interested. Zuckerberg went on to say that the corporate structure isn't changing, but uh, how they're reporting on financials will change. Let's take a look at another article here, CNN.com, how the internet reacted. So quote, the only meta we acknowledge, tweeted writer Mitchell Clark, who posted a picture of former NBA player Meta World Peace. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Uh, meta is short for, oh no, I'm not going to go into all that. Um, basically, um, this, this concept that, uh, 
that I that I'm talking about in this moment um, only goes to show that I don't think it's going anywhere. Just like Facebook's, uh, excuse me, Google's rebrand to Alphabet didn't go anywhere. The real question is how many dollars are they going to pour in? As I mentioned in a previous episode, they committed to hiring 10,000 people in Eastern Europe, they being Facebook, to um, to build this metaverse. And uh, I mean, a huge investment. Um, there's a lot of companies that get there first um, and ultimately they do not uh, take all of the market um, like they uh, wish they would. Will that be the case with Facebook? I don't know because they have serious competitors. You have to understand that Switch, uh, Nintendo, PlayStation, Sony, um, a lot of these major, major players in the gaming industry have been thinking about this for years and years and years. It's not as if this, this concept of a virtual environment uh, world is not um, new to them. I mean, they've literally been building these, these consoles. It's interesting that Facebook thinks that they are the ones that are going to step in and do this. But just imagine the, uh, the talent at Nintendo. Um, World of Warcraft is a good example. I mean, these are already built out, fleshed out worlds. They're, they could pivot to business fairly easily. You know, they could say, you know what, we're going to take the technology that we know so well and we're going to, you know, move it into education. We're going to move it into these varying areas. So uh, Facebook, Facebook by no means is going to dominate this space. However, they have been um, very vocal about it. And this particular uh, rebrand, uh, you know, they, they are, they're going to have to get this right ultimately um, because if they don't, I mean, they're, they're literally changing their name to something that is a potential failure. And again, by the metaverse, we're talking about um, just an entire ecosystem. So that that's the huge difference. If you take a look at say PlayStation 4, it's still just gaming. Um, they never really got into education, right? It never got there. Um, all of these console games, these sorts of things, it's still just entertainment. And so what we're trying to do here, obviously, or what Facebook's attempting to do is to merge the worlds of education, gaming, finance, the whole nine um, into one um, sort of ecosystem. And if they do that successfully, I mean, they, they basically will own a nation um, that is, I mean, politicians, rule makers, they're going to be able to get in there and, and, uh, and throw their opinion around. But ultimately, we're talking about the creation of an entirely new culture. Because if you spend, let's say, eight hours of your day in the metaverse, um, and the metaverse has its own rules and regulations, what it does, what it doesn't do, um, ultimately, hey, guess what? It's up to Facebook. It's their choice. And so just like what we saw with Trump and um, True Social, I think it's very likely that we're going to see the power of governments diminish. Um, they have been the rule makers for the environments and that environment is the physical environment, but we're spending more and more and more time in these virtual environments and it's only going to get, um, the time is only going to increase. Therefore, um, I mean, you want to talk about like a one world government. Um, I mean, if you, let's say Facebook takes 70% market share of this metaverse technology and people, they're Googling it. You know what I mean? Like how Google's just so dominant in search. So they're just meta-ing, right? Or whatever the verb's going to be. I'll see you in meta. Do you want a meta later? And uh, people are showing up and they're dating. They are buying things. Um, if Bezos and friends via Amazon are forced to negotiate with Facebook to get their products inside of the metaverse, otherwise it's 
it's game over, um, then you're looking at the equivalent of a government that is global. And the president of that company will have um, absolute um, incredible power. And the local governments are going to have to try to fight for their section, for their citizens. And that's where it gets really wild. So if you're the president of Uganda and you know, you've know you got your citizenry in the metaverse and you are uncomfortable with X, Y, or Z, I mean, think Saudi Arabia, for example, You know, like the citizens of Saudi Arabia, uh, you could ban the metaverse, but they could probably find ways in anyway. Um, it's going to be very difficult for these local governments to maintain the kind of control they had um, in this environment. Uh, Cybercrime will be rampant, scams will be rampant, um, but it will also be wish fulfillment. Um, so there are a number of industries that just could thrive like never before in a completely virtual environment. And then of course you'll have people saying, well, you shouldn't spend all your time in there, it's terrible for you. Um, similar to what we saw in the social dilemma with Facebook being lambasted for um, their contributions to teen suicide. And these are legitimate concerns. Not to mention, you know, having something strapped to your head. I mean, it's funny because I'm literally wearing earphones right now. And, and I'm sure there were people 100 years ago that, that would say, why would you have this thing on your ear um, all day? That's ridiculous. So we're moving into it, folks. Here we go. Um, I give it five years, 10 years before it's legitimately um, a cultural force. It's going to be a while, but it starts with these sorts of name changes. Quote, our brand is so tightly linked to one product that it can't possibly represent everything that we're doing today, let alone in the future. This is Zuckerberg. Uh, from now on, we're going to be metaverse first, not Facebook first. Yeah. So Facebook um, kind of had its time in the sun. I mean, we'll see if they can transition Facebook into this metaverse environment. Um, I can imagine sort of like walking through a green field and then via voice commands, you can say, show me the wall. And then the wall appears and you're, you know, you're, you're looking at the different things that are happening with your, your friends and this and that. And then it'll be open up meditation app and the Buddha will appear in front of you and, and you can meditate for a bit. And then it'll be play tennis. And then there's a bunch of apps that'll appear if you haven't already downloaded your favorite tennis. It's not even an app. I'll call it an app just for lack of a better word. Um, and that appears in the metaverse. And so you're literally moving around. And I don't like using this, these words because it, it doesn't really capture what I'm talking about. But it's sort of like a demigod status is you just walk around and you just wish fulfillment, wish fulfillment. But again, people want your money, right? So it's going to be similar to like you download the tennis app, but every 15 seconds there's, you know, hey, eat at Burger King, you know, hey, drink Coke. Um, and if you're rich, you're not going to have to deal with that. And so those are the worlds. And then, of course, you know, you're going to have people in homes. Home prices, by the way, I think are going to skyrocket because people aren't going to care about the office anymore at all. Um, they're going to be uh, all about that five bedroom with multiple rooms for uh, meta consoles where they're going to walk in and there's going to be that 360 treadmill and uh, maybe the room itself, maybe, you know, for the, for the rich right away um, where the walls themselves can, can turn into sort of a metaverse. And you've got like a floor, that's a treadmill. I could see that. Um, and then of course there'll be places where you can rent these and you can go to different areas and hop into the metaverse. Uh, I think commercial property is, is largely going to transfer into that sort of thing. Very similar to ready player one, but I don't think that it's going to be um, where you like sit down in a chair. I think you're going to have to walk and move 
Um, and I think we're going to move into gloves right now. The fact that it's sort of a, uh, like things you have to hold right now is a pretty clunky apparatus. Uh, gloves make a lot more sense. And then ultimately I think scanning the entire body is where it's going to go. So you'll walk into a room, there'll be like four cameras in the corner. They'll get a 360 sense of you. You put on some glasses that are lightweight and boom, you're inside. And then the only other thing you have to do is stationary versus moving. So, I mean, you could maybe have a control that kind of walks you forward. That might be easier than the treadmill on the floor, but ultimately it's going to be like, you know, wake up for, and then the other thing too, is like people aren't going to care as much about their physical appearance. That's so wild to me. It's like, we met in the metaverse. We engage most of the time in the metaverse. And so like, I don't know. I mean, it's not that big of a deal. Like everyone's going to have a six pack. You just like click the six pack filter. And then, you know, as far as it goes. And so it's really going to be, um, a great equalizer, but again, the amount of money you have is going to, going to wildly change, um, how your avatar appears in the metaverse. So there you go. Let's not forget that Facebook is going through some sort of a crisis right now with the Francis Haugen uh, testimony and everything else that's going on. So it's not as if they are, you know, just absolutely loving life and everything's fine. So, um, it may or may not be Facebook that dominates this market space. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know when you're going to listen to this, but uh, happy Halloween if it hasn't already happened. If it has, I really appreciate uh, you uh, listening to the show and hope you had a great Halloween. Ladies and gentlemen, that's it for Send It Rising today. Um, shameless plug, I own senditrising.com, WordPress websites, SEO, long-form blogs, Google ads, Facebook ads, LinkedIn ads, all that sort of stuff. Um, we are a month-to-month provider, so no contracts. If you have anyone in your network um, that is looking for any of that sort of stuff, best thing you can do for me, nicest thing you can do for me, at least on a capitalistic front, would be to refer them to us. Info at senditrising.com, I-N-F-O at S-E-N-D-I-T-R-I-S-I-N-G.com would be one of the ways to do that. I appreciate you. I love you. And we'll see y'all next time. Bye, guys.